Today is March the 2nd. Do we really value God's voice when we recognize it? Let's find out from a couple who did as we study Judges chapter 13. From Judges chapter 13 through chapter 16, we have the story of Samson, first his parents and then Samson himself. We'll just work through a chapter a day between now and Friday. Chapter 13, verse 1, again the Israelites did evil in the Lord's sight. This starts the cycle again, Israel does evil. We have come to understand that doing evil in the Lord's sight means they followed other gods. So the Lord handed them over to the Philistines who oppressed them for 40 years. There's the second part of the cycle. The oppressor shows himself and the oppressor oppresses Israel for 40 years. Now apparently we go back to the idea of paying tribute Israel is in some sense subject to the Philistines, although they still live in the area. In verse 3, we're introduced to a man named Manoah and his wife, who is never named. The angel of the Lord appeared to Manoah's wife and said, Even though you've been unable to have children, you will soon become pregnant and give birth to a son. So be careful. You must not drink wine or any other alcoholic drink, nor eat any forbidden fruit. You'll become pregnant and give birth to a son. His hair must never be cut, for he'll be dedicated to God as a Nazarite from birth. He'll begin to rescue Israel from the Philistines. So the angel of the Lord appears to Manoah's wife and tells her, that even though she has been barren, she will give birth to a son, and he is to be a Nazarite. Now, we have to go all the way back to the book of Numbers, Numbers chapter 6, to see what it is that the angel of the Lord is talking about. In Numbers 6, 1, the Lord said to Moses, Give the following instructions to the people of Israel. If any of the people, men or women, take the special vow of the Nazarite, setting themselves apart to the Lord in a special way. They must give up wine and other alcoholic drinks. Now, there's nothing necessarily wrong with alcohol. This is just something that they were to give up. In fact, they weren't to use vinegar. They weren't to eat grapes or eat raisins. Now, not all of those are alcoholic. It was just something that they would give up. In verse 5, they must never cut their hair throughout the time of their vow, for they are holy and set apart to the Lord. So they're to let their hair grow, never cutting it. In fact, rabbis later taught that they're never to even use a comb because a comb can pull out hair when it's combed. And then finally in verse 6, they must not go near a dead body during the entire period of their vow to the Lord. So 
So three things. They're to avoid the grape or any product of the grape. They are not to cut their hair. And they are to avoid touching a corpse, even if that corpse is a family member. Samson was to be a Nazarite from the day that he was born. His parents understood that. The reason for this, number six says, it's so that people can be set apart and be holy to the Lord. Samson was to be holy, set apart for the task that God had given him. Now we come down in verse 24 and 25. When her son was born, she named him Samson, and the Lord blessed him as he grew up, and the Spirit of the Lord began to stir him while he lived in Mahanadan, which is located between the towns of Zorah and Eshtaol. He lives in the tribe in the area of Dan, from the tribe of Dan, and he is now the judge. So we have the cycle being completed. The judge is now here. Now, the angel appeared, or the angel of the Lord appeared to Manoah's wife. In verse 8, Manoah's wife comes and tells Manoah what the angel of the Lord told her. Manoah prayed to the Lord saying, Lord, please let the man of God come back to us again and give us more instructions about this son who is to be born. And God answered Manoah's prayer. The angel of God appeared once again to his wife as she was sitting in the field, but her husband Manoah wasn't with her. So she gets up, she runs to Manoah, she says, the man of God is sitting in the field. Manoah comes back out, sees him there. He says, explain it to me. And the angel of the Lord says the same thing. He's to be a Nazarite. No grapes, no, no hair cutting. Don't touch a corpse. Manoah says, please stay until we can prepare a young goat for you to eat. The angel of the Lord says, I'll stay, but I won't eat anything. However, you may prepare a burnt offering as a sacrifice to the Lord. Manoah didn't realize it was the angel of the Lord. Manoah asked the angel of the Lord, what's your name? For when all this comes true, we want to honor you. Why do you ask my name? The angel of the Lord replied. It is too wonderful for you to understand. This is kind of our first hint that this is more than just an angel. Manoah prepares the goat, brings it to the angel. The angel says, lay it there before me. Touches it, poof, it goes up in smoke. And the angel of the Lord goes up with it, disappears. Manoah is all concerned that he will die. His wife says, why would he kill us if he wants me to become pregnant. <laughs> She's a pretty wise woman. And indeed, uh, they lived on and they gave birth to Samson. Now, what we have here is 
a theophany. It's an appearance of God. This happened once before the angel of the Lord. In Judges chapter 2, the angel of the Lord comes and speaks to all of Israel. Now, it's not clear if there the angel of the Lord is God or not. But again, in chapter 6, verse 11, the angel of the Lord appears to Gideon. Gideon offers him a sacrifice and he accepts the sacrifice. Just like with Manoah, Gideon put it on a rock. The angel of the Lord touched the rock. Fire, poof, comes out, consumes the sacrifice, and the angel ascends with it. It was God himself. And then finally, Judges chapter uh, 13, when Manoah offers a sacrifice, the angel of the Lord touches it, poof, it's consumed, and the angel also ascends back into heaven. There are several times when the angel of the Lord occurs in the Old Testament. We mentioned uh, a few days ago as we responded to a question about Jair's donkeys, the story of Balak and Balaam. Balaam's donkey saw the angel of the Lord standing in the path with the sword drawn, ready to kill Balaam, and he shied away. Was that the Lord? We really don't know. What we do know is that when the angel of the Lord appears, God speaks. Whether it's a messenger angel or whether it is God himself, the second person of the Trinity, who appears to tell us God's word. God speaks when the angel of the Lord comes. Now the question is, does it make a difference to us? Do we really value the voice of God when we hear it? We can hear the voice of God in many different ways. We can hear the voice of God through preaching, through our own Bible study. At times, God speaks to us so clearly that we know what it is that he's saying to us. Do we truly value that? Manoah, Gideon, said, this merits a sacrifice. That was unusual. That was something that was not done regularly. What about us? When God speaks to us, is it just another voice? Next week, do we come back saying, hey, speak to me again? God spoke to Israel infrequently. But when he spoke, Israel paid attention. Today, when God speaks to us, we need to value God's voice. What is he telling us to do? That needs to be our guiding purpose. Let's value God's voice when he speaks to us. I encourage you to like, follow, and subscribe on whatever platform you listen to this presentation. Then use it to share with your friends. If you have questions, send them to us at questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow, 
we'll see how Samson, Manoah's son, messes up.